Get cozy and relaxed as we embark on today's story, You Are a Supervillain. Chapter 1 The supervillain known only as the Shadow had just finished his latest mission to steal the world's most expensive diamond. As he was packing up his loot, his phone rang. It was his arch-nemesis, Captain Justice. The Shadow debated whether or not to answer, but his curiosity got the best of him. This is embarrassing, but I really need a date to my friend's wedding because my ex is going to be there. Would you go with me? Captain Justice's voice pleaded through the phone. The Shadow chuckled to himself. He couldn't believe his luck. This was the perfect opportunity to get close to his enemy and possibly even gain valuable information. He accepted the invitation, and after hanging up, he spent the next few days preparing himself for the wedding. As he donned his expensive suit and slicked back his black hair, the shadow couldn't help but feel a twinge of excitement. This was different than any mission he had ever undertaken. He was used to sneaking around in the shadows, not attending social events with his enemy. But he knew this date could potentially be the key to unlocking Captain Justice's weaknesses. As they arrived at the wedding, the shadow couldn't help but notice the way people looked at him. He knew he had a reputation for being a villain, but he couldn't resist the opportunity to show off his charm and charisma. He mingled with the guests and even found himself enjoying Captain Justice's company. But as the night wore on, the shadow began to realize that he was starting to develop feelings for his enemy. He pushed those thoughts aside, reminding himself of his ultimate goal. And as they left the wedding, the shadow couldn't shake the feeling that this was only the beginning of their journey together. Chapter 2 the Shadow and Captain Justice continued to see each other after the wedding. They went on dates, had dinner together, and even went to a movie. The Shadow found himself enjoying Captain Justice's company more and more every time they met. He started to question his loyalty to being a villain and began to wonder if he could turn good. One night, as they were walking home from the theater, Captain Justice suddenly stopped and turned to face the Shadow. I have a confession to make, he said, his voice low and serious. The shadow's heart raced. Was this it? Was Captain Justice going to reveal his true identity and arrest him? But before he could say anything, Captain Justice continued. I have feelings for you, Shadow. I know we come from different worlds, but I can't help how I feel. The shadow was surprised. He had not expected that. He stared at Captain Justice for a moment before finally responding. I feel the same way, he said, his voice barely above a whisper. From that moment on, their relationship changed. They were no longer enemies but lovers. They would still argue and disagree about things, but they always found a way to work things out. The shadow started to see the world in a different light. He realized that he didn't have to be a villain and that he could do good things too. Together, the shadow and Captain Justice fought crime, protected the city, and kept it safe. They were a team, both in love and in battle. And as they stood on the rooftop, overlooking the city they had fought so hard to protect, 
the shadow knew that he had made the right decision. He had found love and redemption, and he would never look back. Chapter 3 The Shadow and Captain Justice were in the midst of another mission. A group of robbers had stolen an expensive artifact from a museum, and the superheroes were hot on their trail. As they landed on the rooftop of the building where the thieves were holed up, the Shadow and Captain Justice quickly began to make their plans. They knew that they had to take down the robbers quickly and discreetly, without causing a scene that would put innocent lives at risk. Using their trusty gadgets and quick wits, the Shadow and Captain Justice took out the robbers one by one. It was a dance of stealth and strategy, and the superheroes worked together in perfect synchronization. But as they reached the last thief, things took an unexpected turn. The thief pulled out a gun and aimed it straight at Captain Justice. The Shadow's heart stopped. He couldn't lose his lover and partner in crime fighting. In a split second, he made a decision that he knew would change everything. Without hesitation, the Shadow stepped in front of Captain Justice and took the bullet intended for him. He felt a searing pain in his chest and fell to the ground. Captain Justice shouted in alarm and rushed to his side. As the shadow lay on the ground, his vision started to blur. He knew that he was dying, but he didn't regret his decision. He had done what he believed was right, and he had protected the person he loved most. Captain Justice knelt beside him, tears streaming down his face. Why did you do that? He cried. The shadow smiled weakly. Because I love you, he whispered. And with those words, the shadow closed his eyes for the last time. Captain Justice held him close, his heart shattered into a million pieces. From that day on, Captain Justice continued to fight crime alone, but he never forgot his partner and lover, the shadow. His memory lived on in the city, and his sacrifice inspired Captain Justice to be a better hero. And in his heart, Captain Justice knew that one day, they would be reunited, and they would fight crime together once again. Chapter 4 As Captain Justice mourned the loss of the shadow, he found himself in a dark place. His partner and lover was gone, and he didn't know how to move forward. He questioned whether his work as a superhero was worth the sacrifice and pain that came with it. But as he patrolled the city, he began to see the impact that the shadow had made. People would stop him on the streets and tell him stories of how the shadow had saved them. They would recount the times when the shadow had helped them even when he didn't have to. Captain Justice realized that the shadow's legacy would live on even in death. One day, as he was on patrol, he spotted a group of criminals attempting to rob a jewelry store. Without thinking, he rushed in to stop them. But as he fought off the robbers, he realized something was different. He wasn't fighting just for justice, but for the shadow as well. He could almost feel his partner by his side, guiding him and fighting alongside him. With renewed determination, Captain Justice took down the robbers and saved the day. As he walked away from the scene, he knew that he had to honor the Shadow's memory by continuing their work together. He spent the next few days going through the Shadow's things, trying to find anything that would help him in his fight against crime. 
As he searched through the shadow's gadgets and weapons, he stumbled upon a letter addressed to him. In the letter, the shadow had expressed his love for Captain Justice and his gratitude for their time together. He also revealed that he had left something behind for Captain Justice, something that would help him continue their work. Intrigued, Captain Justice searched the room and found a small box tucked away on the shelf. Inside was a notebook with detailed plans and strategies for taking down some of the most notorious criminals in the city. Touched by the shadow's gesture, Captain Justice recognized the responsibility that came with it. He knew that he had big shoes to fill, but he was determined to honor the shadow's memory by continuing their work. As he took to the streets once again, Captain Justice felt a newfound sense of purpose. He knew that the shadow would always be with him, guiding him and fighting alongside him in spirit. And as long as he had the shadow's notebook in his memory, he knew that he could take on anything that came his way. Chapter 5 It had been a few months since Captain Justice had found the shadow's notebook, and he had been busy putting it to use. He had taken down several notorious criminals, and the city was a safer place because of his efforts. But despite his success, Captain Justice found himself feeling restless. He missed the shadow more than ever, and he couldn't shake the feeling that there was more to the story of their relationship than he had initially realized. One night, he found himself standing outside the shadow's old hideout. He hadn't been there since the night the shadow had died, and he wasn't even sure why he was there now. But something drew him inside. As he walked through the dark hallways, he saw remnants of the shadow's life everywhere. A bookshelf filled with old novels, a chest set left out on a table, a half-finished glass of scotch sitting on the bar. Captain Justice sat down at the bar and picked up the glass. He took a sip and savored the smooth taste before setting it back down. Suddenly, he heard a creaking noise coming from one of the doors. He froze, wondering if it was some kind of trap or if someone was inside. But then the door opened, and he saw her. It was the Shadow's ex-girlfriend, the one who had inspired Captain Justice's invitation to the wedding in the first place. She looked surprised to see him, but then her expression softened. You're Captain Justice, right? She asked. He nodded. Yes. And you're... Julia, she said. The Shadow's ex-girlfriend. They sat in silence for a moment, both lost in their thoughts about the Shadow. He loved you, you know, Julia finally said, breaking the silence. Captain Justice looked at her, surprised. What do you mean? Julia smiled sadly. He talked about you all the time. Even after we broke up, he couldn't stop talking about you. He said he had never felt the way he did when he was with you. Captain Justice was stunned. He had had no idea that the shadow had felt that way about him. Did he ever tell you about the medallion? Julia asked. Captain Justice shook his head. No, he never mentioned it. Julia got up from her chair and walked over to a drawer on the other side of the room. She pulled out a small leather necklace with a shiny silver medallion attached to it. This belongs to the shadow, she said. 
He always wore it, even when he was in disguise. He said it was his good luck charm. She handed the necklace to Captain Justice, who took it and examined it closely. It was a simple design, but there was something about it that seemed familiar. As he turned the medallion over in his hand, he noticed that there was an inscription on the back. It was a phrase in an ancient language that he didn't recognize. What does it say? He asked Julia. Julia frowned. I'm not sure. The shadow was always interested in ancient languages and artifacts. He said he got this medallion on one of his travels. Captain Justice slipped the necklace over his head and felt the weight of it on his chest. He wasn't sure what it meant, but he knew that it was important. As he got up to leave, he turned to Julia. Thank you for showing me this. And for telling me about how he felt about me. Julia smiled sadly. You're welcome. He would have wanted you to know. As Captain Justice left the hideout and walked out into the night, he felt a sense of purpose. He wasn't sure what the medallion meant or what the shadow's true feelings for him had been, but he knew that there was more to their story than he had realized. And he was determined to find out what it was. Chapter 6 She sat in her apartment, staring at the medallion around her neck. It had been weeks since she had found it, but she still didn't know what it meant. She couldn't shake the feeling that it was important, that it held the key to unlocking some kind of mystery. Her thoughts were interrupted by a knock at the door. She got up to answer it, wondering who could be visiting her at this hour. As she opened the door, she saw him. Captain Justice. Can I come in? He asked, his voice low and serious. She nodded and stepped aside, letting him into her apartment. They both sat down on the couch, and she noticed that Captain Justice looked troubled. What's wrong? She asked. Captain Justice took a deep breath. I've been doing some research on the medallion, and I think I know what it means. Her heart raced. What is it? According to my sources, the inscription on the back is in an ancient language called Aramaic. It translates to the key to power. She frowned. What does that even mean? Captain Justice looked at her gravely. I don't know. But I have a feeling that it's important. And I think the shadow knew that too. They sat in silence for a moment, both lost in their thoughts about the shadow and the mystery of the medallion. I've also been thinking about something else, Captain Justice said suddenly. About us. She looked at him, surprised. What about us? I know we come from different worlds, he said. But I can't help how I feel. I've been thinking about it a lot, and I want to be with you. Her heart skipped a beat. She had always felt a connection to Captain Justice, but she had never been sure if he felt the same way. I feel the same way, she said, her voice barely above a whisper. They leaned in and kissed, a spark igniting between them. She knew that this was just the beginning of a new chapter in their lives, but she didn't care. She was ready for whatever came their way.
As they broke apart, Captain Justice reached out and touched the medallion around her neck. I don't know what this means, he said. But I'm willing to find out with you. And with those words, she knew that they were in this together. They would face whatever challenges came their way, and they would uncover the mysteries of the shadow and the medallion. Chapter 7 As they began their search for answers about the medallion, Captain Justice and his new love interest, whose name was Sarah, found themselves delving deeper into the world of ancient artifacts and hidden treasures. They spent countless hours poring over books and documents in libraries and museums, searching for any clue that might lead them to the key to power. They also reached out to contacts in the underworld, hoping to gain any information that might be useful. Despite their efforts, they were met with dead ends and false leads. It seemed that the mystery was still as elusive as ever. One night, as they were on a stakeout, Sarah turned to Captain Justice with a serious expression. I need to tell you something, she said, her voice low. Captain Justice looked at her, his heart racing. He had a feeling that he knew what was coming. I'm not just a regular person, Sarah continued. I have a secret, and it's something that I've been keeping from you. Captain Justice felt a sense of dread wash over him. He had been in this situation before, and he knew that secrets could be dangerous. What kind of secret? He asked cautiously. Sarah took a deep breath. I'm a trained archaeologist. I study ancient artifacts and relics. That's how I knew about the medallion and why I felt compelled to help you. Captain Justice felt a weight lift off his shoulders. That's it? I thought you were going to tell me you were a spy or something. Sarah laughed. No, nothing like that. But I understand if you're upset that I didn't tell you sooner. Captain Justice shook his head. No, it's fine. I'm glad you told me. We're in this together, remember? They smiled at each other before continuing their watch. But as they sat in silence, Captain Justice couldn't help but wonder if there was more that Sarah was keeping from him. Their search for the key to power continued, but it seemed that every lead they found led to a dead end. They were beginning to lose hope. One day, as they were discussing their next move, Sarah's phone rang. She answered it, and Captain Justice could hear a sense of urgency in her voice. What is it? he asked. Sarah turned to him, her expression serious. That was my colleague. They found something. Something that could be the next piece of the puzzle. They rushed to her colleague's lab, eager to see what new information they had uncovered. As they walked through the cluttered room, Sarah's colleague handed her a small fragment of a stone tablet. We found this in a dig site in Egypt, he explained. It's written in Aramaic, just like the medallion. And it seems to be part of some kind of map. Captain Justice felt his heart race as he examined the fragment. It was old and weathered, but he could make out a few letters and symbols. If we can find the other pieces of the map, we might be able to locate the key to power, Sarah said, her voice filled with excitement. 
But as they left the lab and made their way back to their hideout, Captain Justice couldn't shake the feeling that they were getting closer to something dangerous. The key to power was a powerful artifact, and he knew that there were many who would stop at nothing to get their hands on it. As they sat down to examine the fragment more closely, Captain Justice couldn't help but wonder if they were playing with fire. But he also knew that he couldn't stop now. The mystery was too compelling, and he was drawn to it like a moth to a flame. And so they continued their search, even as danger lurked around every corner. They were determined to uncover the secrets of the medallion and the key to power, no matter the cost. Chapter 8 Captain Justice and Sarah had been working tirelessly to locate the other fragments of the map. They had traveled to various countries, consulted with experts, and followed leads that had taken them to some of the most dangerous places in the world. Finally, after months of searching, they were able to locate the third and final piece of the map. It was in the possession of a wealthy collector who lived in a secluded mansion on the outskirts of the city. They knew that getting their hands on the final piece of the map wouldn't be easy, but they were determined to succeed. They spent days planning their approach, going over every detail and possible outcome. On the night of the heist, they made their way to the mansion, staying hidden in the shadows. They made their way past the guards and scaled the walls before finally reaching the room where the collector kept his prized possessions. The final piece of the map was there, sitting on a pedestal in the center of the room. Captain Justice carefully picked it up and examined it closely. It was old and fragile, but it was also the key to unlocking the mystery of the medallion. But before they could leave, they heard a noise. Someone had discovered them. They quickly made their way to the window and prepared to make their escape. As they were about to jump out the window, they were confronted by the collector himself. He was a large, imposing man with a fierce glare. What do you think you're doing? He bellowed. Captain Justice and Sarah were trapped. They had no way out and nowhere to hide. Chapter 9 Captain Justice and Sarah were trapped. They had no way out and nowhere to hide. But then, something unexpected happened. The collector looked at them, his expression softening. I understand why you did this, he said. You were searching for the key to power, weren't you? Captain Justice and Sarah exchanged a glance, surprised. They had expected the worst, but the Collector seemed to understand their quest. Yes, we were, Sarah said cautiously. The Collector nodded. I have a proposition for you. I'll give you the final piece of the map and any other information you need to find the key to power. But in exchange, I want to come with you. Captain Justice and Sarah looked at each other, unsure. They had no idea who this man was or what his motives were. Why would you want to come with us? Captain Justice asked. The collector smiled wryly. Let's just say that I have my own reasons. Trust me, you'll need my help if you want to survive. Captain Justice and Sarah exchanged another glance. They didn't have much of a choice. They needed the final piece of the map, and they couldn't risk losing it. 
All right, Captain Justice said finally. You can come with us. But you have to promise to help us find the key to power. The Collector nodded. I promise. And I swear that I won't betray you. And with that, they made their way out of the mansion, the final piece of the map in their possession. As they drove away in their car, the Collector sat in the back seat, his expression thoughtful. Tell me, he said suddenly. What's your connection to the Shadow? Chapter 10 Captain Justice, Sarah, and the Collector had been on the road for days, following the map to the location of the Key to Power. They had encountered numerous obstacles along the way, but they had managed to overcome them all with their combined skills and determination. Finally, they arrived at the location marked on the map. It was a hidden cave deep in the mountains, and the entrance was blocked by a large boulder. The Collector, who had proven to be surprisingly useful, showed them a hidden lever that allowed them to move the boulder and enter the cave. As they made their way deeper into the cave, they encountered various traps and obstacles designed to keep intruders out. But they were prepared, and they were able to bypass each one with ease. Finally, they reached the inner chamber of the cave, where the key to power was kept. It was a small box made of intricately carved ivory, and it had a mysterious glow emanating from it. As they approached the box, the atmosphere around them changed. They could feel the power and energy emanating from it, and they knew that they had to be careful. Sarah reached out to open the box, but before she could touch it, the room was filled with a blinding light. They shielded their eyes and waited for the light to subside. When they opened their eyes again, they saw the shadow standing before them. Captain Justice gasped in shock. But how? You're alive? The shadow smiled. It's a long story. But let's just say that I've been in hiding for a while. The End We hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. Stay connected with us by subscribing so you won't miss the next one. Your host, Amalia Dupre, and the team at this podcast will make you sleep, wishing you a night of peaceful sleep. Sweet dreams. <laughs>